Hello everybody, welcome to Ordinary People Podcast, where ordinary people talking about ordinary things. My name is Keo, my co-host Andrew, and we're back with Season 4, Episode, I always forget. 107. 107. Um, so, last time, my Discord broke, and it's even more broken today. But uh, I am, I luckily I could use the, the web version with absolutely no problem, so... That's so weird. Yeah, I didn't even know they had a web version. Yeah, I, I noticed one of my friends using it over in college because he didn't want to download the app. But I'm like, oh, you know, you ha- <laughs> how are you going to know if people text you on Discord? <laughs> because I, know. I just track every other hour. <laughs> like, that's oh just more God, of a hassle. That's so annoying. It's such a hassle. So people- Why do you do that? <laughs> Some people are like that. I've, like, I've, said, I've said the same thing where it's like, all right, let's all do a call. And we're like, all right, how, what are we going to do it on? Let's do it on Discord. And someone's like, do I have to download an app for that? I'm like, just download an app. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not huge. Discord is so useful. And like... It is pretty nice. Like, it, it gets a bad rep. That's why that people use Slack. You know, the professional version of Discord. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Discord is just... The features on it is significantly better than Slack. Yeah. It's like, because Slack is just like... But Discord is just like, as much as I'm having issues with Discord right now, I will praise it. Like, oh yeah. Like if I ever have a, like a, a meet, a, like a meeting, like if I'm a if I'm a professor and I need my group, I'm gonna just create a Discord server. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think uh, the benefit of Discord is Zoom has an ugly connotation in my mind because it reminds me of 2020. Right. And Slack just reminds me of work, but Discord, it's like, we can all just kind of like bull on Discord and it's like a nice, fun environment. Right. The only like the negative. Same thing. Right. Just, yeah. The only negative Discord is the connotation that it's for gamers. Sorry, I, inter- I interrupted yeah. you. No, that's, that is very true. It is very much a gamer. Like it's very much associated with gamers. Yeah. But I mean, what many people. Wants- but many people actually hold meetings on Discord now, just because it's very easy to kind of share stuff, especially the text chats, um, and also just video calling. Mm-hmm. It's it's better. It's like the quality isn't like focused on Zoom because Zoom focuses on that, but like Discord, you can have everyone on your camera. Oh yeah. yeah. I had a professor once who did that. He was, of course, it was my. Uh... It was like my one sort of like coding class. Mm-hmm. So I guess it kind of fell into the stereotype. Yeah. Of like game of like game of like gamer coding. Uh, it's kinda of nice. Yeah, that, that's that's sick. That's sick. Mm-hmm. The Discord is always great. And I, I feel like it's always a good way to just share information. Um Yeah. Though I say that I'm having issues with Discord right now. <laughs> I know. I mean, we kind of did. Did we flame Discord last time? I can't remember. Slightly. We kind of were like, "Oh, okay. fuck Discord." <laughs> so we're giving it. We're giving them a little bit of like. We're we're giving a little bit back to them now. We're like, ah, right, you know, maybe you guys aren't too bad. Yeah. Because realistically, was better than Discord. Nothing. Yeah, like doing the the way we were recording, doing the like OBS. Like I said, I record, you record, Forward. download it to Google Drive. Yeah. So much more work. So much I told more my work. Friend, actually, someone, uh, one of my brother's friends called me the other day. 
it's like, oh, I heard you do a podcast. Uh, I was like, I want to do one. Can you like show me how to set one up? And I was like, yeah, download Discord. <laughs> yeah, realistically, that is one of the cases. Yeah. When you get to, because the way we do it is very like simplistic. It's very, mm -hmm. it's very much all you kind of need to do. At least for me, was kind of just video chat each other and that sort of stuff. Some other people do it more professional where they record each other's cameras, like how we used to do it. But I was like, the way I, the way I kind of put it together, what's the point of doing that? You know? Yeah, it's I'm more so just much... wasting on, on my energy of cutting it if I could just we could just video chat each other. Yeah, it's so much more work for such a small marginal gain. Right. And actually, yeah, I love Discord. There's a lot of services. Uh, I'm actually gonna do my. I haven't even started planning my my um my podcast, but I probably I have an idea for a couple of guests for my podcast. But um my podcast I'm gonna try out a different service, see how that works. But if is it I don't a paid like, service or a free service? It is. It is a paid service, but Ooh. the free service is like it allows me to record once a it basically allows me to record once a month, but if that pot if the podcast does well, I'll have to go for the paid service. But yeah, I think the free one I can record once a month, which I kind of plan my podcast to be it's more or less just once a month. Nice. It's kind of I just like a different I... way. I want to see how it works. Yeah, I was looking at a few of them when I like was doing mine, and there I I wonder if it's the same one. There was like this one pretty popular one. That like looked really clean, really professional, and like you just send someone a link and they're able to like get completely set up. I think I think we're um, thinking about the same exact one. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. Yeah, I didn't want to pay for it because that was cheap. Um, but yeah, it looked it looked really nice. Yeah, it 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 seems like the prices. I mean, aren't crazy at least the ones yeah. that I was looking at. But it's it's kind of especially when you're doing this as a hobby. What's the point of paying for mm -hmm. it? You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those yeah, things. Yeah, that makes sense. Have you recorded yeah, your cool. next episode yet? No, I haven't. Uh, I've been. I start. I signed myself up. Here, let me show you the books. So there's a there's this test in finance. It's called the CFA, mm -hmm. like your Chartered Financial Analyst exam. Um, and there's three exams. Each one takes on average 300 hours of study, and the majority of people who take it fail. So it's a very very hard examination. Mm -hmm. And I just signed myself up for level one. And this is the amount of books of material on the test. Oh my, oh my. Oh, wow. And that's one of three. Oh, wow. So I gotta like get all this in my head in five months. Is there, I, I've been meaning to ask, how, is there a reason why you're taking this? I forgot. You may have just mentioned uh, it, but it kind of went over my head. It's kind of just like no like real reason, more of just like it's it'll be helpful for work just to have the like more knowledge on finance stuff, mm -hmm. and then it just like looks good on your resume. Just have it. It is like certificate sort of thing, right? Now. Yeah, but I like the weird thing is like you don't even really like because there's three exams. Most people don't really pass like go all the way. Yeah, and finish the third exam and become a charter holder. Mm -hmm. um, but I figured I might as well take level one now while I'm young and then maybe down the road, take level two. And then at some point in my life, take level three. And then, yeah. Is there but a benefit for, now, for it? 
Yeah, just like it's just Other pretty than like well respected and yeah, oh, it's okay. just like resume well respected in the industry. Okay. Like you get some like other things, but it's mainly just like it's I'd say it's kind of similar. I think it's a little bit more difficult of a test from okay. what I've heard, but I think it's kind of similar to like an accountant getting a CPA. Uh, so it's the like credibility of the person making them kind of look very very good and that's where respect. nothing like oh if i get this i'm guaranteed bigger money sort of thing um yeah i think like it, it makes you look good and then like you could get like because of that like you could get more money mm-hmm. maybe um but yeah no, no like explicit like well-defined you get this you'll get a bump in x amount of your salary a year gotcha kind of thing it's kind of just like yeah I was just wondering. It's been a lot. I was just wondering because I think some some fields, if you get certain certifications, it gets you more qualified, and then it gets you more money. It's like one of the. One yeah, of I'm pretty sure accounting is like that. Like accounting is like very much like you get your CPA, you're gonna make more, mm, like without okay. a doubt. I don't think you'll really make more with this, but it might be like oh, like, you know, you could be you're now more marketable of a candidate because you you know we trust the fact that you know some level of finance because you passed this exam. Right. Okay. Good. But yeah, accounting is very much get your CPA, you'll make some you'll make some dough. You make some money. <laughs> I know. I know people who have this exam who have passed all three of this yeah. and got a CPA. And I'm like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> like fifteen hundred hours of studying probably. Fifteen. As Jesus well as Christ. work hour requirements, additional like school requirements, you have to have more credits to qualify for a CFA or CPA. It's insane. Wow. That's that's insane. Yeah. That's all that's it's all because that's a, basically an additional college. Yeah, that's probably just a regular old Saturday for physics majors. For us, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's another four years. That's another college. A, no matter what it is, it's a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I think I'll study more for this first exam than I probably have in your college. <laughs> wow, in high school because I didn't study in high school. You know me well, too. I did a little bit, but very very little. Me too. Uh, I should have studied in high school a little, little bit at least for my Spanish exam. Otherwise. Oh, my yeah. college life would have been a little bit easier. Um, yeah. I, I will have to apologize real quick. I do have to go to the restroom, so if I look over a little restless, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, oh, nice. It's going to be quite a bit, so I do apologize, Andrew. So, no worries. I'll we'll try right to back. keep I'm gonna pa- I'm going to pause. This, it might take a while. Okay, cool. Yeah, it works. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. <laughs> uh, what, wait, what happened? When you got, like, cause, like, you got up and like you were running to the bathroom. You're like, all right, I got to go. I'm so now upset that I paused the recording. Oh, oh, I should have. Oh, my God. It was so funny. Oh, my God. I should have got the cameras rolling. We are back and lighter than ever. Uh, We are back. (laughs) I have lost. I have just unpaused, and I have, um, I am now 15 pounds lighter. Nice. It's so funny, the sequence of events. It's like, oh, sorry, I just realized the time. Gotta go grab coffee. Into the podcast, I gotta go. (laughs) It's just crazy what coffee can do to a human being. It kicks in so quick. I always forget that. Every time I record these, I always forget I need to drink coffee beforehand. Otherwise, I'm going to have to take a shit during the pod. Oh yeah. Do you would you drink coffee regular regularly or is yes, it like somewhat infrequently? Okay, it is. Regularly. So every coffee I don't really get the shit anymore. Really? 
Maybe if I do, if it's like a like if it's like a Tim Hortons coffee, then I'll, then I will. Oh, okay. I don't know what they put in there, but when I when I have Tim Hortons coffee, uh, I ha the first one I drank in a while was actually yesterday because I needed the energy yeah. to to uh, coach to kind of be at the oh. meet. Yeah. Especially since I didn't eat did I didn't eat dinner till eleven thirty. That's so crazy. I forgot that they went that late. Yeah, and they tried to short it. People are coming back with that. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah I would is come back at two o'clock in the morning. Just so small, like so much smaller because it's indoor that you can only fit like a certain amount of people. So it's like you have to like break the races up or like it's why does it go so late? So it's changed how when I went to, when we went to high school because before they would there was no limit of time, it was until the everyone did their events, it was six, seven hours. Uh, oh. so now they limit it to four. So this wow. one, since it was yesterday, they have to wait for all the everyone to finish classes, even though technically. There's there's no classes happening at the time. Um, yeah. They technically waited for everybody because last week of finals, so they start at five o'clock and no, sorry, six o'clock and that ends at ten. So oh. still earlier than what it would have normally done. It would probably back in the day it would have started it would start at six and end at twelve, but they also separated into instead of two meets where half of the section is in one, the other half is in another. They now separated to three meets, where um, it's now separated to two or three different leagues. The different leagues go to different schools, but the two main leagues is the city schools and the suburban schools, like Monroe County, they're calling it. Mm -hmm. So we're part of the Monroe County, so half of Monroe County goes one day, the other half goes the other day, then the city schools go after or before one of us. Mm. So it's now split into three different meets. To the idea is to make it shorter, but that also means that if four hours is up, the events, like any events that didn't go within those four hours, get cut off. Oh wow! So that sucks. If you didn't, if you your race is at the end, and you're very excited to get a time. Nope. And you've just waited for four hours. Yep. So it's wow. recommended to really get other events in beforehand. Yeah. But if, like, say you want to get a good time for the for the relay for the four by two, make sure that you get into sectionals, and it's cut off four by four, four by eight. It's it's like snooze you lose, you know. Yeah, that's insane. Oh my god! So you could just be screwed just by purely off the scheduling of your event. Exactly, and also the officiating. That sucks. Last night, I don't want to. Uh, I should I, maybe I should say it. I'm not gonna say it. Fair enough. I, I realize I realized I was like at the position I was in. I was like I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. As a general question, so what are the what do the officials do then? Are they are they in track of keeping time? Like the like they're standing at the line. The officials like... are starting and ending ending and making sure everyone's in the right place. Um, the the officials are different every time. Like in a, in a match, let's just say. Like in refereeing, there are some good and bad. Yeah. I'm not going to... So there's sometimes there'd be good, sometimes there'd be bad. Uh, sometimes the ruling is a little bit different too. About like like last night, they allowed only the first seven heats of the 55 to do blocks. Last week, everyone was allowed to use blocks. 
Um, oh, that's interesting. I it depends on who's in charge, realistically. Yeah. And on, on like their idea of it, mm-hmm. but it's up it's up to like the officials' choice and what they want to do. Um, yeah. It, it, I I don't like rules are rules. That's okay, but I I'm always like it, please make it consistent so that we know. Yeah, that's in, yeah, that's interesting. The uh, uh the the one that got a lot of heat this week was the Kadarius Tony offsides call. Ooh. This one got a lot of heat for that one. Oh my god. And then so did Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy Reid was furious with that? I didn't hear about any well, Andy. Well, I Reed. guess Andy like Andy Reid really wasn't that mad. He kind of just like had a press conference and just said like it's like, you know, usually like they would they would have told us in that instance like I don't know why they didn't tell like at least give him a warning and be like, hey, you're off. Like, scoot back a little bit. Right. I don't know. He, he said a little bit more than, like, a coach usually would say in that situation. And that people were a little like, oh, Andy Reid never does this. It's kind of weird. But nothing, like, too crazy. I, I would say... Mahomes, yeah. I would say it's... Uh, of course, I don't... I, I, I'm not a football player and we're not pros, but... You should know when you're offensively offside i know yeah he was pretty far off too which was, if you're which aligned with the ball you know something wrong you stared at the ball what do you want to pop yeah it's the, the, so funny the picture is literally him looking at a ball yeah which also pisses me off because it's like like okay you want to make the argument that okay that yeah they should have told him he was off okay maybe but he was inside the numbers right so it's like it's that's a little harder to do like if he's outside the numbers and he's standing right next to you people like hey scoop back a bit yeah but like inside the numbers like that like that's makes it a harder call but then also it's not like it was um he lines up offsides snap the ball play travis kelsey crazy play Kadarius tony touchdown it was you're offside snap the ball throw the flag and then uh travis kelsey does something crazy and everyone's crying like oh they took it back his play and it's like no, they called the they they threw the flag the second it was snapped. I think the call the play should have been called dead. I don't really know why it isn't. I I don't know why it wasn't called dead immediately because it, every time there's yeah. an offsides, there's a false start. It's called a, instantly. Yeah, that's it is weird. Like, but so me and my friend are talking about this too at work actually, where it's like you know how like if the defense is offsides, yeah, they throw the like they throw the flag, but like play continues. Like it's like oh free play. And then yeah. they'll just like chuck it downfield. Yeah. I wonder if the methodology, which I have to Google, is like almost like a defensive free play, where it's like if the offense is offsides, they let it play, and then it like gives the defense a chance to like make an interception. But I don't really know. Let's see, is offensive offsides called that? That that part was weird. I'll give it to them. It should have been called that. I I, I do agree. Bad, but... Peyton Manning even said it too. That uh, he wished that if something like that that would happen, it should have been called dead, because then you get this controversy, especially if yeah. uh, if it's offensive off- offside, you get this controversy of like, oh, it could have been a good play, you know, all this sort of stuff. When it's a defensive play, when it's a de- defensive offside, um, and something bad happens, you're kind of more relieved if uh, something like that happened. Or like a sack, and you, the defense gets you know punished if the defense does a good play because they 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 broke the rules. But when yeah. an offense does it, you you kind of rip the hearts out of 
everybody. Oh yeah. And oh, that, I, do, I totally understand why they were so disappointed. That was a freaking crazy play. Yeah. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Um, I do think, I do agree with the flag existence. I don't agree with the, whether it's a, a dead ball or should have been played on sort of thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what the rules say on it. I feel I feel like my feeling is it should have been called dead. Yeah. Which would have prevented all this controversy and craziness. Yeah. And, re and realistically, if it could have been called dead, would it have changed the game? Who knows? Yeah. Who, who knows? It might have it might might have been the same result, it might have been different. Who knows? But I I do think the biggest controversy is whether or not it should be called dead. Yeah, and Mahomes acting like that. Oh, oh yeah, Mahomes so acting like that was very unprofessional, you know. Oh yeah, and like he's usually a very professional like like guy. Like that was, and I don't and I don't like Mahomes, but I'll give it to him. Like he's usually pretty calm in those situations. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he was like even to like talk to Josh Allen after the game, and like just be like terrible fucking call, worst call I've ever fucking seen. And it's like you don't even be like, hey man, good game, like stay healthy whatever this is yeah. just like complaining about the call of the other quarterback like that was weird that was so weird uh, yeah especially like, that was caught annoyed. on camera too you I know, know that the yeah. quarterback conversations always caught you know that come on man oh yeah I, I a lot of people like when tom brady loses he like runs immediately to the locker room i mm -hmm. i hate that i hate that entirely i know it's he's because he's a competitor and he hates losing i understand that some people yeah. praise him for it, and I'm like, I mean, there's some sportsmanship here. They're like, come on, just go up, dab, yeah. and then quickly run through. Just like, what? Who was it? Nick Foles? He's never shaken Tom Brady's hand. There's like a joke about that. Just because I'm like, I don't know. There's there's a lot of biases with it. Say Josh Allen did what Tom Brady does. Josh Allen's a, a weak one. Patrick Mahomes did it he's considered weak but when tom brady does it yeah. he's like oh he's a competitor oh yeah be consistent be consistent yeah i do think it is best to especially when you're someone in tom brady's position it's like you've already won everything you have as much Super Bowls as anyone's ever gonna get right nick Foles beats you in a super bowl as a backup quarterback like go shake go shake the guy's hand i mean i mean you gotta respect that and be like listen like I'm one of the best quarterbacks ever played. This is a dynasty team. You played a pretty damn good game as a backup quarterback. I mean, you gotta shake the you gotta shake the guy's hand. Yeah. But I get. I mean, he is he is a competitor. He is a competitor. So that's why I I really expect like better. Like if I see a quarterback like do something like that, I'm like, you're you're the face of the of the uh of the team. You need to. Yeah. What I think is weird too is they're like, I don't know if you saw this clip, but so Brock Purdy wears a backwards hat during the press conference, mm -hmm. and some reporter asked him like, "Hey, do you think you're professionally representing your team well um, by wearing a backwards hat to this reporting to this press conference?" And he's like, "Huh?" He's like, "I'm just trying to play football here." He's like, "He's like, I think I'm doing just fine," but I'm like, it's so weird how it's like. Mahomes screaming about the refs, crying about the plays, no saying it's offsides that it shouldn't have been called because it was such a cool play, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's just because he's a competitor. Like that's who he is. Like he's he's just a competitor. He's a dog." 
But then Brock Purdy just wears a backwards hat to a press conference, and they're like giving him shit for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Some uh, sometimes they they give different people different different standards. I'm like treat every quarterbacks yeah. very and like of course you gotta treat different quarterbacks because of stand of like stuff and ability. But if you're gonna ask a stupid question like that, you should ask it to every single person. Do you feel that you represent what? <laughs> I know it's like this is a football team like this isn't like like we're not walking into a business meeting right now it's like this is a press conference after a football game you put a backwards hat on okay it's after a game he could wear it yeah who's the guy with that wears a lot of chains Kirk cousins Kirk cousins wears a lot of chains yeah isn't he the guy that wears a lot of chains he kind of just, you might imagine recording do you think you represent the team by wearing, wearing all those chains he's like i'm here to play football and i would just want to look nice yeah, dude, it's like, let the, let the guys wear what they want to freaking wear. That's like, okay, if you're wearing, like, a, some obscene t-shirt, then okay, yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. But. As long as you're respectful, you wear what you want. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Is he the one? Kirk Cousins has, like, a trillion kids. Oh, yeah, he does wear a lot of chains. I forgot I saw this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he have, like, a like a ton of kids, too? Is that him? Or is, is it someone else on there? It is him? I think it's so. I only know him for the chains. I don't know him for anything else. Kirk Cousins' number of kids. He has. Oh, no, it's just two kids. Who is the one? There's this one. Maybe it's Matt Stafford. Oh, no, Philip Rivers. Maybe I'm thinking of Philip Rivers. One of them has a ton of kids. Seven girls. That Okay, yeah, it was Philip Rivers. Jeez, seven girls. Do you know what the odds of that are? Like, if you assume, hold on, let's do some math. I have my calculator. What is that? Two to the seven? Yeah, two to the seven. Two to the seven. So you have a one in twenty-eight, one in one hundred and twenty-eight chance. So you have a wait, two to the seven or two to seven? seven. I thought two to the power of seven. Is that how that works? I'm not too sure. Hold on, it might be the same number. Oh wait, no, I did. I did. I did. Seven choose two. Is it seven choose two? Choose two choose seven. Hold on. Error real quick. Oh yeah, seven to the. Is it? Oh, I, okay, what I looked up on Google was not what I wanted, and I, I, I find this Reddit post that seems very, very bad. So I'm just going to click off that. <laughs> yeah, well, either way, it's a very, it's got to be a very unlikely thing to have. Absolutely, yeah. Seven times. Seven times. And they're all girls. That means this man had seven kids. To raise a kid from the age of 18, or from zero to 18, it's quarter million dollars on average right it's probably even more now with inflation yeah absolutely so that means he's dropping almost two million dollars and his family's last name doesn't even get passed on once. <laughs> that's insane then again he's a pro quarterback so he can afford it yeah definitely definitely he can definitely afford it oh man i just got into sorry i just got on twitter and um, I because I was wanted wanted to see what was what was talking about sports because we're talking about sports, but then yeah. I 
Andrew and I were talking about it since it is Saturday and games are happening. Um, I don't want to... Tom Locker. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lewin Town player. Um, I didn't get... I, I missed the game. But um, I, I just... The network just... Uh, there's a video on Twitter. Yeah, I was trying to find the video because I didn't. I missed it too because I was watching Goal Rush. So they showed me the end when all the medical staff was coming on, but I didn't see him actually go down. Yeah, the camera doesn't actually um, see him yeah, go down. You just scary. kind of turn the camera and he's already down. Yeah. It's one of the yeah, first things on so Twitter. Scary. And Im- immediately, like, when everything was happening, um, if I'm looking at this correctly, right when the camera kind of pans to him, all the players are kind of just like... Uh, the offensive player Burnmouth and the defensive player of Town just kind of went, guys, stop. And then oh, every- yeah. and they just screamed at medical. So that was good. The stupid thing, right, from the life, again, but I, I kind of approached those situations with like a lifeguarding main- mindset. Yeah. The stupid thing that they did was every single player on that pitch crowded him. Yeah. Which, thank God, the coach ran on and was like, Get, like move out of the way. But yeah, that I mean, thank God they got to him that quick with it. I mean, that's pretty insane. I yeah. wonder if he was on. Yeah, he was. He was unconscious there. I think he's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, so it's, it's I, the heart is such a scary muscle. Prayers and and everything. We hope that he's he's okay. Hopefully, he makes a speedy recovery. Um, yeah. This is apparently this is not the first time this has happened. This has happened with him last year. During uh, in the championship in the playoffs for to get promoted, um, we hope we hope for yeah. the best. Uh, I know it's very traumatizing, especially during these situations. It's I mean here in America, I don't know if any um, uh, any English football fans know about this, but Demar Hamlin, if you if you knew anyone knows about that. Us, uh, Buffalo. I should say us. I'm a Giants fan, but the Buffalo fans over here, we've had the had some scary situations over there. Um, yeah. So of course, prayers to him and his family, and wish for a speedy recovery. Um. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, he said that he's alert now, which is really good. But it is, yeah, that's so scary. It seems to be happening so often now. Yeah, we. Um, I want to, of course, give a shout out to the medical team, not not just the medical team, but the players on the pitch, that immediately said stop play, just to make sure that yeah, he's was, okay. They caught on to that really quick, which is good. Really quick. That was yeah. Absolutely, it's uh, the sportsmanship is absolutely incredible. Oh yeah, no, that was insane. And just like that quick, like a quicker response, like like I don't know what happened, but I do know like it's something, it's some like a really short number, like I think like three minutes without oxygen to your brain or something, and like you're permanently either dead or like permanently damaged. Yeah. So even if even them just stopping play and getting medical staff on the field like thirty seconds earlier is such a huge advantage. I don't know if his heart stopped. I don't like I don't know if that's what it was, but. If that is like, whew, that's they they did really well. It is scary that it's happened the second time too. Yeah. Twenty nine years old. He's like he's young. He's young. Yeah. 
is so freaky. Because it's like, I don't, I don't know if you get those too. Well, you probably do. But do you ever have like incidents where you're like running or like playing a sport and like you have like a heart palpitation, like your heart will skip a beat mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my, and you see like those thoughts just start coming. Yeah, head, you, like, start, oh God, you start like, feeling your chest. You're just like, oh. yeah, it's, that's gotta be so scary because he probably had that. And then it's just, then you're unconscious and then you wake up in a hospital and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah it's, the heart is a very scary thing. And it's very, I'm very happy that someone was there. You know. Yeah, I think he's doing well too, which is good. Yeah, the medical staff in these sporting events are pretty damn good. Absolutely incredible. Between the Demar one, this one, yeah, it's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, it's oh. it's it's a, a very eventful sports in the year. A lot of yeah. a lot of stuff has been happening. Um, and more lighter news. Oh, yeah. In lighter news, uh, City Drew. Yes, that's that's always nice. That's always nice. Uh, City did draw. Um, City, honestly, City has been on a little bit of a struggle bus lately. They have. They have. They have been a little bit of a struggle bus, and it's. I'm very happy. They're fourth. They're fourth. fourth. It is. It is the lowest position that they've ever been in the past ten years. Fourth wow, is the lowest. Really? Yeah, fourth is by finishing the table. That's itself, insane. It is the lowest position. Wait, how many years? In ten? ten. Ten, I believe. That is the craziest statistic I think I've ever heard. Yeah, I think Mourinho said it. He's like, "Oh, the lowest that City has ever finished in in the Premier League in the last ten games in ten years is fourth. Wow, that is pretty crazy. That is but absurd. Yeah. Their last five games: draw, win, loss, draw, draw. Compare that to Arsenal. You have a loss, a win, a win, a win, a win. And Liverpool yeah. and Arsenal play tomorrow. They don't play against each other, but they both play. Yeah. So Arsenal plays with Brighton, and then Liverpool plays Man U. Yeah, Liverpool's gonna win. Arsenal's gonna have a a fight. Yeah, Brighton's good. Brighton's good. Brighton's very, very good. Liverpool's yeah, it's gonna be an important day, right? Because if Arsenal draws, well, Liverpool's gonna win. Yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool's gonna win. If Liverpool draws, that's gonna be a shocker. It's United. Yes, you you gotta hope that they. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to hope that they draw. Yeah, and then Arsenal wins and goes top of the table, but. Yeah, I mean, especially off. Who did Man U play last? I mean, <laughs> Man oh, U is out oh of the God, Champions League. Champions. Yeah, they, they they're yeah. out of the Champions League. Yeah, I'll say I, the last game I watched they played was Bournemouth, but I guess the last game they played was Bayern. Yeah, I got fucked. Damn. Yeah, actually, how did that happen? Like, let's see what happened in the Champions. League? I never watch the Champions League anymore because it's literally on during. The, th- the thing is with United, and they actually have the worst stat now. They are the only English team that's ever lost in the group stage and has conceded over 15 goals. Wow. Something yeah, that's that crazy. It's... Yeah. And uh, Jamie Carragher and Thierry Henry, I was like saying this, is like one of the best leagues in the world. 
probably arguably mm -hmm. the best and you're leaving the 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 group stage conceding 15 goals in last place right you yeah, play six easy. matches and you exceed 15. over 15 goals <laughs> oh my god yes that's almost three a game who even is Copenhagen? Like Copenhagen? I don't even know these. Like, it's, it's like a. It's, it's, it's like a German team. I'm pretty sure. Uh, are they in the? Are they in the Bundesliga? They got, oh, they have to be in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. That's there's probably some. Uh, who is it? Sir Alex Ferguson was he Man U? Yeah. He is crying. Yeah, he's probably crying right now. Oh my god. A group stage of Bayern, Copenhagen, and Galatasaray, and man, you finishes in fourth. When you have that 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 group, you expect from legacy that Bayern and United get out, just yeah. from legacy. Mm -hmm. But then you hear United just is out and haven't won a match. I'm pretty sure they didn't win yeah, a match. It's so insane. Um, it's so dumb. It's crazy. So, um, Madrid and Barca both finishing top of their group. It's cool. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> uh, I just next week I just noticed, um, Arsenal versus Liverpool next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my god. So, that's gonna be the really important week, man. These big games, Liverpool really woke the fuck up from last year. Yeah, they did. They, they, inv well, they invested in their uh, midfield this year a good midfield so helpful oh my god so helpful like having good midfielders it's like on the attack they're, they're so helpful in creating the attack yeah. but then even on defense too like you get a good center mid that can just kind of help control the middle of the field it makes your life as a defender so much easier right like liverpool liverpool they, they, i mean I expect a great thing from last year, but the fact that they have a better reserve and more flexibility really gave them a lot. Yeah. In certain clubs, great manager. Yeah, he's a piece of pretty good. The only negative is that they have Darwin Nunez. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, who's, like, I, I recognize the name. Who he's, the, he's a striker that misses everything. That's why I have, recognize the name, but can't picture him. Have Have you seen Bird any of his open goal misses? This is a compilation of uh, open goal I don't misses. Think so. You should You should watch. Darwin that. Nunez misses. I feel like I feel like if I was a pro soccer player, I would have the same compilation of me on YouTube. <laughs> there's a There's a huge compilation of his misses. There's one where <laughs> it's a meme of how do I explain? It's like in the future, it's like how do I explain to my kids that this turn into an assist and it's him with an open goal oh that was him i've seen that meme that was him <clears throat> yeah so that one he just skies over the bar open net here's mo salah oh okay that one wasn't really as open but i did see that meme where it was like how is this not a goal yeah that's so weird because he's a striker too right yeah yeah as a striker, you shouldn't be missing an open net. It's like your job. Yeah. But that's the crazy thing about being a striker. Is a striker can miss an open net, right? And, like, 
instantly they're like, like everyone's like, I don't know, like they sure they get some shit for it, but like it's not that bad. Yeah. But then like a defender, you let one goal by you, or like uh, even a, even worse for a goalie, you get shit onto the ends of the earth. For letting an open goal exist. <laughs> yeah, it's because a goal feel like allowing a goal feels worse than missing a goal. Because like missing a goal is like, it's like there's the same adage with money, where it's like people, like, if I was like, oh, you've missed an opportunity to win a hundred dollars, or, um, I'm gonna take a hundred dollars from you, or something like that. There's like a psychological bias towards it, and it's like it's the same thing that applies to defenders. Yeah, okay, I get what you mean. Like, a chance to win $100, or someone stole $100 from you. Not stole, yeah. a stole is probably not a a good one, because that's, of course, significantly worse. You lose yeah, like $100. If, like, if you were gonna get $100, and then I came in and said, no, like, if like if someone came rang your doorbell right now and was like, alright, I'm gonna give Q $100, and I like came over and tackled that guy. I'm like, no, Keo, you're not getting a hundred dollars. You're gonna be like, fuck. fuck. But then if I just took a hundred dollars from you, you'd be like, what? What the hell? Yeah. Like you just took my money. It's like the same thing with like defenders, where it's like, if a if a striker missed, people are gonna be upset. They're gonna be like, oh, you know, we could have had a goal, but oh, oh well. But then a defender does this, like doesn't do his job and lets in a goal, and everyone's like, go, what the hell? It, it, yeah. It's a crazy double standard out there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh fuck! Sorry, I I just remembered from you. We were talking about money, and a hundred dollars. Uh, I put a parlay in for the Champions oh. League game. Uh, I put ten dollars in. It was a parlay that Barcelona, City, Real Madrid, um, Bayern Munich, and Arsenal wins in the last week of the um the Champions League group stages. Arsenal and Barcelona didn't win. Arsenal drew and Barcelona lost. So if I won that parlay, I would have gotten two hundred ten dollars. Oh, that sucks. And actually, I told my friend, I was like, "Hey, if I added the Giants just for like a random thing because I could have, it's a they allowed mm -hmm. me to adjust it. If I added the Giants, it's the Giants won on 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 Monday. I would have won six hundred dollars. Wow." That's the fact that Arsenal and Barcelona didn't win. Uh I could have been so up. How much did you? How much did you put on the parlay? It was like five or something. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yeah, damn, that sucks. I feel like that's how it always works with parlays. It's just like it's always like one or two things that are just so close and don't hit. Yeah, I didn't know Barcelona was gonna fucking lose. Yeah, who did they play? Some random team I never heard of. Antwerp. Oh god. Oh, I do know that team. Yeah, that's I take that back. The um, yeah, that sucks. I had a parlay lose once. That was like a, I think it was a five leg parlay. So I was like, I could have won a decent amount of money from it. And I had it, one of the things was like Ezekiel Elliott over thirty eight and a half rushing yards. Man got thirty eight rushing yards. Hold on. It was the only thing that didn't hit. I'm like, are you kidding me? I gotta show. I'm gonna show you this. <laughs> Hold on. I have to show you this. I'm going to put this on here. I, as we were talking about parlays. And this is not going to happen. Like you said, there's always one or two things that oh, that never happens. And you're always so close to getting this money. Just seeing this. 
just seeing this number is just tempting <laughs> even though it's stupid Wait, how, much, how much do you win if you hit that if i get ten dollars oh, 271 is it is it this one right here that makes yeah. win jamar chase all right let's see that is oh that's only three of six legs too right oh so chase has to have a touchdown Wait, how does this? I don't know how this works. So how I, how this works is the Bengals need to win, the Colts need to win, and the Lions need to win. In each individual game, Michael Pittman Jr. needs to uh, score a touchdown. Jamar Chase needs to score a touchdown, and David Montgomery needs to score a touchdown. Yeah, that would be pretty. I feel like that's very unlikely, but you do get paid. That's very game. unlikely, but if I get it with five dollars in. That's pretty good, yeah. Or even ten dollars. All you need is one of them. That's how the parlay is. Like that's what that's what's so addicting. Is all you need is one. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hope for the best. There's some. Uh, there's some cool math I looked into the other day. Um, that shows you. I forgot. I forgot the math. I I wrote down notes on it because so that was kind of cool. Um, but you can like put in the odds, and see what the sports book makes like as a percentage of your money like based off these odds what is mathematically like a fair deal and which one and how much is the sports book making on this bet really which was kind of cool yeah so i think um because i didn't realize this right <laughs> mathematically if the sports books had no inset like didn't take a you know a little piece of every bet yeah right if if the odds were perfectly even your betting lines would be Minus 200 plus 200. Both sides would be equal. Really? But because they're like oh. minus 115 plus 425 or something, then it's like that. that's the that's the sports book's juice right there. Mm. That, I guess yeah, it's so crazy. It's kind of gets you there. I didn't realize they were that. equal. I spent like, I don't know if I told you, I spent like six hours that one night trying to figure that out. Really? Dude, I wish I was a math major. It probably would take me 30 minutes. Yeah, gambling gambling money is it's it takes time to learn i don't think yeah i think honestly your idea oh god i need to play my computer um got that dust but um i think business people probably are much better with that idea than um the math people yeah do you think you could ever because you're pretty good at mental math do you think you could ever count cards um yes actually was in the middle of learning it when i was playing with my friends yeah uh but then i realized how boring it was i was like it, it, bring, it brings <laughs> it brings the fun out of the game mm -hmm. and like the idea of especially the stuff like like when you do blackjack it's significant you know blackjack's really the game that you really like learn i, I at least from my understanding and i kind of was like yeah. I'm not. I was like, this is boring. Why yeah. am I doing it? That's no, fair. It's really hard, especially if it's like, it's hard enough if it's just you and the dealer. Yeah. It gets really hard when it's you, the dealer, and six other people at the table. And yeah. You're like I gotta count all these cards. Yeah. It it just got to the point where because black I do it you know you play I I if I go to the casino and play blackjack I do it recreationally. That's why I kind of wish yeah. that there's low scoring tables so I can kind of just play 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 but I know it's for the money. Mm -hmm. But I kind of was just like, this isn't fun. So I kind of just like, yeah. just hope for the best. 
Yeah, I was like, I won't count because I don't really. I'm not good enough to count. But what I what I will do is I'll be like, like, I'll kind of keep an idea in my head. Like, oh, if I've seen a lot of face cards in this deck, then like, I know like you know maybe there's a little bit more likely of a chance or like, I hit a twelve and I'm not busting. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to count. It's kind of cool. So I love those YouTube videos where people are like really good at it, and they'll go to Vegas and they'll like see how long they can sit down and play without getting kicked out and make money. It's, it's dope. Oh yeah, okay. It's it's always nice to like see, but it's a lot easier. It's easier said than done. Oh yeah, I haven't gone to the CLO in times, forever. I know. I was actually just there not long ago. Really? And I. Uh, um, I left with, you know those tickets they give you for slot machines or like you cash in your ticket? Yeah. I left without cashing in my ticket. I have, I got a $5 ticket just sitting in my wallet. <laughs> the thing is that you can't redeem that, can you? Like if I go back, like if I go back to Del Largo, I can, I, I think I can redeem it. Okay. Unless it gets expired. I don't really know if it's expired. I don't know. I was going to say like, don't tickets have expiration dates? They might. I mean, it's five bucks, but it still kind of sucks. It's like the principle of it. Yeah, I know. It's like that's my five dollars. I worked, I worked to keep those. Like that, yeah, like that kid, they could have gotten me coffee. Yeah, that could have saved. That could have. I could have. Well, I could have put that five dollars on a parlay. You know about that? I could have put that on a parlay, and and turn that into like a, a that turned into three hundred dollars. Yeah, about. yeah. Now you're thinking about it. Now you're gonna want to go back and get that redeemed. Yeah, I'm gonna book a flight right now. I'm going back. <laughs> I was actually telling my friends because some of my friends back in Buffalo, they want to, they want me to go back and just go visit. And like talking about casinos, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm of HGO there. But realistically right now, all that I'm really hanging out with are adults that are like 50 or 60 or high schoolers who ranges from ages from 18 to 15. Yeah, that's, that's weird. It's I'm in such a middle in between, where I'm like, yeah. I either act like a fully mature adult, or I act like a child, or mm-hmm. I act like adults having to manage children. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Yeah, that's the weird thing about being in your twenties too, especially yeah. like twenty to twenty three. Like, you're like not even like in your tw- like so far in your twenties yet you're like you're still kind of young but it's like you're also an adult and it yeah it's such a weird time yeah you, you're not, yeah you have to realize you're not a child anymore so you can't act like a high schooler but there's no point of you really acting like a full-grown adult yeah you know what the worst is the worst are those people who are like elementary school teachers um so they're working with kids all day and then they'll like talk to adults as if they're talking to children yeah, just so used you to. You ever seen that? I have. Well, they'll just, be, they'll be like, they'll be like doing a meeting or something, and like, be like, all right, Timmy, like, you know, you weren't supposed to do that. That's not okay. I'm like, this man's 38 years old. Why are you talking to him like this? It's just so used I, to that. I, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Some people, are, it's like you got to, you got to, you need to really separate yourself from the ages. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, that is weird though. Yeah, you are like because you're either around coaches or you're around students. Yeah, and I actually because one of one of my my top athlete, I I spoke to him because before I was his official coach, I was his friend. Yeah. I like like I like I am his friend. But then, I I talked to him yesterday before a meet, and I was like, you know, this is one of the weirdest relationships I've ever had. 
I'm your friend. Also, I am your coach. Yeah. Like you will like during practice, you will respect me as I am your coach. But I am your so friend sick. at the same exact time. <laughs> That's so sick. Because it's like the power in that situation. <laughs> yeah, I told him I was like, I don't know how to feel about it because I'm like, I'm disrespecting my friend, but at the same time, you need to respect me because I'm yeah, coach. that's so awesome. That's such an awesome situation to be in. <laughs> it feels you could, good. You could, yeah, as his coach, you could be like, right, I'm friends with this guy. Hey, uh, what's your? I, I don't know. Uh, did you grab the water when you walked in? No. Go run a lap. What, what, I, what? I, I legit like hey go, go get the stuff and he's like yes coach i'm like hell yeah that's so awesome that was uh you know like so wellen and mike moore yeah wellen was like i don't know what it was i think he was like a semester ahead of mike in college for something yeah um and he ended up being mike's ta oh for my a god year. <laughs> I was like, that's it was so funny. He's like, I'm gonna fail him. Uh, crazy. <laughs> that's great. That's that's so funny. Oh, you yeah. you know uh Dan Preston, right? You remember Dan Preston? Oh yeah. He's uh coaching wrestling and um football. He coaches modified football, but he helps out with the varsity team as well. And he oh, wow. coaches varsity wrestling and helps out with modified as well. So oh, wow. I see him very often in the school, and it gets to the point where, because we're both coaches, we're just like, coach, we just go each other like, that's, coach, that's so crazy. The class of twenty nineteen is going going back in. We're before we're just like, what's up Dan, what's up Keo, and now we're, now it's like, coach. It's very funny to say it because I can still just call him Dan because I remember I yeah. went, hey Dan, what's what's up, and everyone kind of looked at me like. Yeah, well, that's yeah, because like you don't really hear like even among teachers, like you don't hear like, like you wouldn't hear Mister Dunham go over to Mrs. Dunham and be like, "Hey, Kelly, how you doing?" Yeah, like I don't like I'm sure they, like he does like if they were to talk, but you just don't hear it as a student, which is strange. Yeah, like Mister hmm. Penn and Mister Devon or Coach Penn and Coach Devon. Coach Devon would go up to Coach Penn and go, "Hey, Coach," <laughs> and then I'm like. Yeah, you rarely hear hear them go first names. When you hear first names, that's like you. It's just weird. You never hear. You it. you barely hear it, but it 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 kind of sort of like okay, that's kind of accepted. Dan was actually telling me how like after games because you know it, because he had he had the weirdest dynamic because he helps out with um, varsity right after their games, the coaches would go out and like after the game and celebrate or they just. You know, mm -hmm. hang out a little bit, and Dan was saying how he is very strange for him because he goes from first he was their student, and then as one of their athletes, now a peer. Yeah, like the evolution of that is just weird. That is really weird. And there was one thing. Yeah, I like, had... that'd be like going out for drinks with like, uh, like Mister Strong. Right. As a peer. As a peer. That's so and like uh, like I like I thought I had to think about that because when I first joined the coaching staff here, Coach Pin went uh was talking to me. He went, Coach, uh, you you need something? And I kinda looked around first because I forgot yeah, I was a coach. I, I looked around and I was like, Is there another coach around? He's like, You know I'm talking to you, right? I'm like, Oh yes. 
<laughs> that is so weird. Right, because you were on, like, you were his athlete, too. I was so an athlete like for four years. Mahoney being like, hey, coach, that I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't even respond. That, it'd be so strange. Yeah, it, it took me for, it took me, like, two weeks to really start, like, <laughs> like, replying and, like, oh, going, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I was like. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so strange. Uh, it was it was so it was so weird. I was just like, "Oh yeah, that's me. I'm I'm the coach." Yeah, even for like teachers, or like teachers, coaches, like these people who are once your students are now your coworkers, right? And that that can be a really quick amount of time. Like, if you think about it, you could be teaching someone, right? So you could be a senior teaching an English, like you could be an English teacher teaching a senior English class. And then fast forward, honestly, four or five years, four, four years, even in my case, three years. Yeah. Well, I guess they, I guess I'd give an extra school or an extra year, maybe for teacher, but fast forward three to five years. And all of a sudden, like that's your coworker. That's your coworker. Like you taught them three and a half years ago. They will be a teacher and you, it's it's the weird evolution of that as going from a student like before you had to be at least in high school you had to be very formal i don't know how at least at least in business in in college especially when you're working with a professor you start calling them by, by the first name so they become less formal like that uh, like my pi i'd start saying her first name and all the, all the other peers i'd call them by the first names because as a study of physics, physics, your your understanding appears, and that's one thing I had to deal with. And now having to go from from that to here in a very similar situation, I do not think I can call Coach Pin Dennis. I don't think I can ever call Coach oh, yeah. Pete. I don't think I can I was call. Just gonna ask that. I could never do it because I could just go. Yeah. Coach is just standard. Yeah, and co- that's good too because coach is a really easy thing to just like. That's like. That's like a standard, like, it's not weird. But, like, because if imagine you're a teacher, right? You can't just be like, hey, teacher. Yeah. You, you go from, like, like Mr. You'd have to just be Mrs. like, Miss or Mr. Yeah. But then at some point, I wonder if they're like, hey, that's weird. We're coworkers now. Just call me Darcy. Yeah. Like, I know some teachers, like, when they're in front of a whole bunch of students, they, they, they say Mr. because they, they kind of, you know, want to make sure the students don't say the first names. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, in the teacher's lounge, they say their first names. Yeah. It's, it's you don't, you don't go, you, Mr. Dunham ain't going to Mr. Strom, and the teacher's lounge is like, oh, hello, Mr. Strom. It's like, no, you they call Mr. Strom his first name because your coworkers, your peers. Yeah. I wonder, it'd be, I, I, I would like to do a study where I wonder if this is the case in any other country where if you had a high school and the teachers were all like first name basis versus a high school with teachers were like Mr. and Mrs. Like, I wonder if kids are more well behaved when it's on a first name basis or if they're less behaved or if there's like, or if there's more learning to go on or there's less learning that goes on. Like, I wonder how that variable contributes to the overall success of a school. Cause if you think about it, like if it's someone's just a Mr. or Mrs. this, it's kind of impersonal yeah. where it's like, Oh, I just disrespected Mr. Williams. It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. But now it's like, Oh, I just disrespected Pete. 
my my teacher Pete or Peter. Now it's like I feel a little bad. Like I wonder if that makes any difference or any I, statistically significant difference. I think what because some schools actually do do that. I think some so at least I've heard some schools. I think I heard one person actually call their teachers by their first names because they wanted to the build connection between the teachers right of course it depends on the school especially in in high school they want to make sure that because you know as much as high schools they're more in line they want to make sure the kids are more well more well behaved because they're not your friends they're your they're your teachers i think i think um it's been mixed because i've heard some schools yeah. actually do first names but because they're first name basis, they do what they want. But in some schools, yeah. they so because it's now it's more personal. They respect the teachers, but it, it's I think it's mixed. It depends. I hate to say it, it depends on how people are raised. Yeah, and, and the status around them, like if their community screws them over or something like that. Yeah, I think it's more that, external like, than that. That makes sense. And I definitely think too, like there are instances where like um like teachers, you know the teacher I the, the substitute teacher I'd probably be referring to, um have, will have tell me like, oh like these kids are so misbehaved. But then like, you know, in their defense, when a school treats you like an animal, sometimes you act like an animal. Right. Where it's like if like when we were in high school, like we were completely locked down during third block. You had to call a security guard to go to the bathroom during third block. Like I don't know if you remember that. Oh my god. It was those just the weirdest thing. I'm like, how do you expect these kids not to act like animals if, you, if you're if you going to treat them like they're less than a human? Like, I have to call a security yard to go pee during yeah. third block. Right. Like, and then and then when we went to college, when we started getting free, uh, like free form and actually some freedom, I know a lot of people were like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? And then a lot of the professors and TAs would look at you like, what the fuck? Yeah. They would look at you like, be, why'd you ask me that? Yes. It really is such a weird concept. Yeah. That'd be like me going to my manager at work. Like, hey, mind if I go to the bathroom? <laughs> what? Yeah. You realize as an adult that it's like, why'd you ask me that? You're just like, you're, you're a human being. Do what you need to yeah. do. Because realistically in college, if you skip if you skip your class, if you're going to just go to class and then go to the bathroom, what's the point of going to class? Yeah. And that's I think your, that's, that's why your Mr. Fault. C was so successful. Because, like, even the kids who were, like, notoriously misbehaved, like, if Mr. C kind of was like, hey, knock it off, like, they'd kind of do it because they respected Mr. C. Right. But I think they respected Mr. C because he was, like, one of the only, like, adult figures in that school that greeted kids like they were not, like, just, like, some animals in a zoo. Yeah, he was He was just well-loved. And he loved the kids. Like, he, like you could tell he was there just because he really cared for for the kids and because everyone yeah. loved him and because he loved us we loved him like he was he was yeah. a, a genuine he wasn't just a security guard to us he was adult oh, he an was adult awesome. figure for he was yeah. he was uh almost like a mentor like i remember i would go to him and just talk about life i'm just like hey i don't know what to do like uh, life is starting to get rough and he, he would talk with, with me through stuff. And I know he was yeah. like that with many other people as well. Yeah, exactly. And imagine, like, if someone, like, like if Mr. C was, like, the principal. 
right? There, there would have to be less misbehaved kids. There would have to be less misbehaved kids. Like, yeah. you just respect those people so much where it's like sometimes, like, I feel like these schools treat the kids like animals and then they act like animals and they're like, oh my God, this is, how could they do this? Where it's like, well, this is how you're treating them. Like, yeah. It's very much like, uh, it, it, it's it's rough and I, like in high school i guess there's a i know that i know you have to make sure that kids aren't well misbehaved and you got to put some restrictions on it but like come on there's got to be some yeah. limitations i know you and me have talked about it in the past of like the restrictions that uh that our school had at, at least during the time a lot of the restrictions that were happening like third block and all that it, it was crazy it's crazy how high school is compared to college. Yeah. It's... I just, I don't like the idea of, well, I, and this is probably a controversial take, but I don't like the idea of just blind respect for people. Mm. Like, I think, like, just because someone's your teacher doesn't necessarily need to, like, you can't be an asshole to them. Right. But, like, I think that having just blind respect for an adult because they're in a certain position, like, I've seen enough of adults now where to know where it's, like, that's not really deserved respect. Yeah. So I think like there should be a, a period in the beginning of the year where it's like, this teacher is trying to earn your respect. That you're, in, like you're trying to earn theirs. And then I think that'd be a much more healthy relationship than just being like, I'm the teacher. I said you can't go to the bathroom right now. You can't go to the bathroom. Yeah. You're like what? Yeah. This is, it is a tough line to walk. It's it's a very tough line, and I think many teachers actually try and do that, but you know bad teachers exist everywhere and the bad teachers really yeah. really put good teachers to just into a bad light yeah we had so yeah we had some pretty solid teachers we had some solid teachers we had some pretty bad rough teachers. administrators i think some rough administrators some, some, some bad teachers as well yeah like the we bad teachers everyone kind of knew it was like you just did not want to be there uh, you just, you just could not wait for the block to end. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, it's like... Yeah, you could totally tell. You Like, you did not care. If, because usually when you have good teachers and, like, you have, like, uh, fucking idiots in the class doing some random shit, you're like, come on, guys, relax. But when you have the bad teachers and then you have some uh, idiots doing the same shit, you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let them do it. I, I don't yeah. give two shits. And if, you're, and if you're in that situation, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're in that situation where you're a teacher and the class is being misbehaved, it's the classes that are always more misbehaved are when the teacher like gives a bunch of attention to it and it's like turns the lights off and goes, We need to stop this. In my ten years of teaching, I've never seen a class ever behave like this. And then they just do it more because it's like funny. Yeah, it's funny. But you... it's always the teachers that are like, yo, guys, like we're trying to learn here. Like you're bothering the class. Like let's just get let's just get on with this. Like, yeah. Come on. Like please. And then, you don't yeah. you don't make a big scene out of it, really. Yeah, like you said, don't make a the the, the lights thing always pisses me the fuck off. Dude, that was the worst. Remember remember the lunch? Remember, uh, oh my god! Principal, the dinosaur lunch. Oh, and just all the other lunches leading up to that. Oh, oh my god! That was that was lunch is getting too loud. It's lunch. What? Like I that was so weird. I like. I understand no screaming, but if everyone's talking at the same time, like it's gonna yeah. happen. Like if some if one table's having to like yell, you could probably go to the table and be like, Hey guys, can you please lower the volume? Yeah. It's 
Like, I know you guys are having fun and you're a bit excited, but there's no need to yell, please. Be re just, just, just a little warning. There's no need to turn off the light and call people out and let be like, guys, stop yelling. Just like, just yeah. Because I, like, I, not intentionally doing anything wrong. Yeah, there I mean, kids they're, they're kids. a lot of energy yeah, for kids being loud because you put the whole ninth grade academy in one room at the same time. Right. Like, there's gonna, it's gonna be loud. Like, I don't, you can't really prevent it from being loud. Like, like you said, like if someone's screaming, you could be like, hey, like. Like, I had a long day. Like, can you just keep it down? I'm sitting over here. I'm just trying to get through lunch. Yeah. Like, then I'd be like, yeah, we'll keep it quiet for her. But when they turn the lights off, like, your lunchroom is too loud. It's like, well, there's a thousand students in here. What did you expect? The, because one thing is that it's good to develop people. It illustrates the young kids to start treating them like adults or developing adults. Mm -hmm. And, it, mm -hmm. and, um... <laughs> Oh, echo. Are we all good? My cord things got weird. Okay, gotcha. Um, I I I'm in the heavy believer of treating kids like developing adults. Mm -hmm. It's like like you don't have to treat them like an adult because treating them like an adult is a very different story. Like you and me treat yeah. each other like peers, but also like an adult. I'm not gonna treat you like. <laughs> Like uh, we're back in high school because we're 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 grown ups, yeah. We're adults, but you don't you treat them like they're developing adults because you try to show them what maturity looks like, um, mm -hmm. and they, you know they'll they'll show it back to you. There's no need to, because you know when I coach, I you know I play I play like this when you're a coach you kind of learn the environment you kind of play around with them in their high schoolers you know they're talking they're talking about some girls you get to usually like. Oh, guys. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's what that's what you guys talking about. You know, just being that cringe, that cringy adult. Just... And it's like you you can relate to them more because like you're also, you were in high school, what, five years ago? Yeah, five years ago. Yeah. I remember they were talking about, uh, there was one practice, um, I was talking with some guys and they were like, they were talking about some girls. I'm just like, I, remember I was like, I don't know if I should be listening to this. And then my, my, my star athlete was like, Coach, don't, don't lie. You want to listen to this. I'm like, tell me later. <laughs> they got it, dude. Actually, no, that's, there's, that's true. Cause I remember even like, because I was like, I lifeguarded for like four years. So people would be like having some spicy conversations in the pool sometimes. And I'd be sitting there watching the pool. But like, I'm going to inch a little closer. I want to see what's going on. I, I want to listen to and this I'm, gossip. I'm just listening. Because <laughs> this sounds pretty <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Like, this sounds juicy, and I've had a boring day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, some some drama, some relations, but I have I want I want to hear so. I know, uh, that's so crazy. I mean, they're human beings, so treat them as developing adults because they're gonna. Like as a teacher, you should also not only just teach them the subject, but teach them how to mature. You know. Yes. That's, you that's... can tell like. Pretty easily, who didn't really mature very well and who did you just like the the whole point of i feel like teaching and coaching is to make them excel in in the subject that they're doing but also in other things as well yeah i would say it's the, the other things are more important than the actual sport because like right like look at church for Tally soccer like our soccer team we had maybe one or two college players right which yeah. okay cool like you teach them how to play in college, right? Prepare them for that, right? But 
no one's going no one's going pro on a church full child eye soccer yeah. for a while. It's, I mean, we actually some people came close, but like your job more of a coach for high school is like how to like teach these people through a different avenue besides sitting in a classroom how to be like young men yeah. rather than how do I teach them how to be a pro soccer player because they're probably not going to be right. The most likely chance of them going pro is very low. But can I get them yeah. an avenue to get to college where they could start to be successful? Yeah, yeah. teach them about discipline and everything. I think everyone in your soccer team has been quite successful in, in what they do. A lot of them are, a lot of soccer players are very much smart and they were able to balance sports and academics. I know Mr. Mahoney mm-hmm. uh, was, um, I think I think his daughter is actually running right now. But um, Coach, oh, wow. Coach Mahoney was very good at, you know, teach you guys discipline. Yeah, no, I think that's the more important thing. I'm not going to gonna say much for the track team um, because there's so many, it's hard to really manage. But like the yeah. ones that, like Jerron, he, he's always, he's, he's working, he's really successful. He was really successful in college. There's me, there's a few other kids that did quite well, at least the ones that really focus and try to do better outside of track yeah. and field. And right now, my star athlete, he's, you know, he's getting into Cornell. Not, it, 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 a lot of large scholarship, you know, Ivy League, Ivy League school. Wow. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's killing it. Yeah. It's going for Especially running, too, because you have to be very disciplined. Like, you got to be, be disciplined for soccer, I guess, but you got to be very disciplined to be like, I just work. I just went to school for seven hours and I'm going to go run. I'm gonna go for like another two and a half. I'm gonna listen That's... to a short man while he's telling me to go run in circles. Yeah, That's essentially what practice is. I'm gonna listen that to the a... short man tell me to run in circles very fast. That is a large amount of discipline right there. Yeah. And I, I he will critique me and how I'm doing it. That's essentially what track is. And the discipline yeah. to listen and continue it is insane. Oh yeah, no, that is insane. Like, there's definitely going to be good. It's almost like the David Goggins effect, where David Goggins is like that kind of guy, where he's just like very on top of everything, very well disciplined. Mm. And he, like, what does he do all the time? He runs. Like, it's got to. There's got to be a strong correlation between that. Absolutely. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. No, it's that because that's that's a tough thing to do. I always said it. I was like, I don't like running unless there's a ball to motivate me to run. Like, if I'm like, I'm going to give up a goal, then yes, I'll run. But if I'm like, there's no goal to give up or there's no goal to score, I'm like, I don't want to run now. Honestly, um, yeah, it's... I forgot to mention this. I I wanted to give a shout out to my star athlete, actually, Ricky. Ricardo Garris junior he actually i didn't i should say this now and i what kind of want to say this now uh, i want to i want to personally i want to say this out out on the out, out in public i want to give him a, my congratulations for breaking the school record he has breaking the 55 meter school record that Jerron, my former teammate uh has actually held for four to five years and ricky has just broken that during the second meet i remember speaking to him right after the race he actually wasn't happy about how what he ran he expected to do a little bit better 
But you know what? He still broke the school record, and he's aiming for higher. So I'm incredibly proud of him. Incredibly proud that, of him. Yeah. This is Coach Keo coming out right now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Jerron was a beast, so. Jerron was a one beast. Of his record. And he now was. Ricky's Ricky's on the on the road to even beating his 300. Damn. Ricky's going to start. Ricky's goal. I know Ricky's goal is to become probably the, the great legacy for Churchville and to create a time for himself to forever hold. And I'm incredibly proud of him. I'm incredibly proud of him. He is not only a great athlete, but a great student. So I I hope him best for the rest of the rest of the, the section, the rest of the meets and everything like that. Um, he's actually one of the people that I kind of want to have a guest on in my future podcast, and I'll oh I'll be, yeah I'll be Coach Keo when I'm having an interview with him because we had Jerron yeah, for this. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be really cool if you could do that. Yeah. Yeah, especially you know, like in his experience, like starting D one, Cornell, all that stuff. Like, that'd be a cool guest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's that does not seem easy to do. There's a lot of runners that came in and out of Churchville. Yeah. Sort of break a record like that is pretty wild, especially fifty five meters. Is fifty five meters? Like the distribution of scores has have has to be. Maybe not. But I feel like it's just hard to beat. It is very hard to beat. Because it's, it's hard to no, shave time off 55 meters. It's no mistakes. It's, you can't make a mistake. Yeah. You had to be perfect all the way around. And he made a mistake. The thing is, he made a mistake and still broke a school record. That's crazy. Wow. Could you imagine? Man, I am so, I got the... I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of the kid. I yeah, when he, you know when he broke the school record usually I'm at the finish line like screaming he broke he he got the time I looked at the time and I couldn't say anything I was just like oh, oh, oh. oh yeah every coach every spectator kind of looked at me and was like is he okay wow. <laughs> I was That's so I, I made a little scene I was like yeah. I was like is he okay it I was like, feels good like it feels so good like coach someone who does well yeah it's a great it's a great feeling yeah. uh damn coach pin yeah, called awesome. me uh across he was across the stadium he goes hey coach congratulations on having your first year coaching and have uh, already have a school record under your belt i'm like coach i'm about to have a many more oh that's <laughs> and he goes oh really all right well congratulations like thank you thank you that is so sick yeah oh my god i'm gonna have many more <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, that's a crazy feeling. It's, 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 it's different, too. Like, I don't know. I feel like it, in a way, it almost feels better, like, winning, like, being a coach and having the other person win. Because it's like, oh, I made an impact on this person. Or I helped, I helped make some impact on this person. Yeah. Where, yeah, that's pretty awesome. He, he, he is aiming for much higher. And I, I just hope uh, to he, help he, guide he's him. A junior he's a senior? senior. He's a senior right now. Yeah. And we're only in the second meet. Yeah, there's still a whole season. Ahead, I have. Right? Uh, I'm gonna be real honest. Training is easy right now. I haven't done anything crazy. <laughs> like yeah. we're still building. <laughs> I, like I haven't done anything. This is ba purely based on ability. He. This is. I haven't done anything special for him. Right now, he's just gliding and making sure that he's still in. I'm just getting him back in sprinter shape, not football shape. <laughs> 
I'm just getting him back yeah. to sprinter shape. Oh, he plays football too. Yeah, he he. That's where the scholarship come from for Cornell. But because he's oh, so fast, really? yeah, because he's so conditioned from us, you know, he's just crazy in football. Oh, so he's got a football scholarship at Cornell. Yeah, that's crazy. He's, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Especially to be breaking fifty-five meter school records and then get a football scholarship. That's got to be a nightmare in the field. That's like a tidy kill. Oh, it's it's absolutely wild. He's gonna be crazy for Cornell. He's gonna be crazy. Oh, that's good. that's crazy. I like. I wonder if he's like a star recruit. Uh, the thing is, because Church was off the grid, no one really knows him. That's but when true, people yeah. are watching Victor, like uh, they said, a scout was watching Victor, then they saw him score. They're like, "Who the hell is this kid?" Oh yeah, my God! If I was a scout and I saw a guy run that fast in high school, I'd be like. Freaking sign him right away. Yeah, now Churchill's getting uh, getting on the map with scouting just because of him. We did have some pretty crazy athletes. Yeah, like we have some pretty pretty damn good athletes come out of Churchill. Right, that's fantastic. Hopefully, hopefully we can create more so that Churchill can get more scouting and more moolah. Oh yeah. Then I don't know. I hope to, I hope to stay in the coaching staff for a bit long. But I know my time isn't as available as it used to be. Yeah, well, quality over quantity, I guess. Yeah. Seems like you got the quality coming. I hope hopefully. Um with that end note, uh I think it's about time that we end it. We've been recording for about an hour twenty. Wow, nice episode. Nice wow. episode. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this podcast. I appreciate y'all very, very much. Make sure you check both of us out individually. Our stuff is going to be in the description below. Make sure you leave a like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. The, we'll be doing this more and more often, more consistently. Um, our next episode will probably be uh, right after Christmas, right before Christmas. And then we're, we'll give you guys a few a little thing. Uh, and then after that, it'll probably new year after that it'll be new year's and all that sort of stuff so if you guys listen to this positive ratings check out anything that we'll be doing on the side andrew's probably doing a lot of stuff on the side but he's of course studying so make sure you wish him luck on his test and um yeah we'll see you guys next week peace out awesome peace